You know what? I know. Tell what? The secret. What secret? Santa Claus. I've known for a long time. He's not real. Says who? You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 239. I'm Mark, he's Mike. Back for another one. Yeah. We can keep doing it. Do it again. Until they tell us to stop. That's right. Until there are no more sequels and there are no more remakes. When that day comes. We'll be doing it forever. Yeah. What would be like the final one to go out? Let's say they don't make another sequel or remake ever again. They just stop. And so we have the entire... I mean, I don't even know, like... What's a good ending, you know? Hmm. I, you know, I, I introduced that question. I didn't have an answer for it. I, I didn't even know what I was looking for. Bill like, and Ted's Bogus Adventure, like, maybe? Would it be a good last show for us to do? Just the last show to go out on, you know? Uh, yeah, would it be an epic, yeah. awesome sequel, which we've already done one? Right. Which you, and you mentioned another one? Yeah. Or would we... I'm assuming you meant that was an awesome sequel. Bill and Ted? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But or, it also had to do with death and, you know, it's yeah. like, kind of meta. Or do we do just, like, the worst sequel ever? Do we, like, do, like, a Caddyshack 2 or something? Okay, yeah. Yeah, do I, or do we just fizzle out and we just, like, we do, like, uh, an alright sequel. Like, we just do, like, <laughs> we do Ghostbusters 2. Just, <laughs> just kind of fizzle out. You're like, that's the last one. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah it was, it was alright. <laughs> it, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't want to think about our last episode. I, we're, we're in the holiday spirit. It's a time of joy. Absolutely. Yuletide. My my radio preset, when it's not listening to AM, is on Christmas music. Oh, you do? You, you hit the Christmas tunes? Oh, yeah. I don't I don't listen to them actively, uh-huh. but I've been learning some Christmas songs on guitar. Oh, okay. Play for the nieces, you know. You got, some, uh, you got some Last Christmas by Wham. You got... Um, that Mariah Carey one that she did. <laughs> All I want for Christmas. Um, yeah, you got your classics, I guess. Um, Jingle Bell, Rock. Yeah. It's a fun one. Um, yeah, I, I like the more upbeat stuff. You're going to be doing that. Well, I've been practicing Silent Night. But a real bluesy rendition. Oh, okay. Yeah, before the mics uh, went on, we were talking uh, that thing you do. Do you... You raise the tempo? Uh, no, but I throw a little. Uh, there's some fill. There's some fill licks in there. Yeah, He's, you make make it more poppy. There's some fill licks. There's a couple little bends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real. It's real cool. It just takes a good like m- melody, a good song. Yeah, it makes it cool. And I'm not doing that. I'm following another guy's like co- composition of it. Yeah, because like I can't write. Right, right. But it's like this real cool. Yeah. What I did do though is I messed with my amps. It sounds really crazy. Mm. You know, yeah, Jimi Hendrix. That's right. Of, That's like, right. Silent Night. That's yeah. right. Let my, yeah. my guitar and fire on done. Oh, Christmas tree. So I learned Silent Night. I'm mm-hmm. gonna learn uh, like a bluesy rendition of Jingle Bells. Yeah. And then if I have time, maybe a little, little drummer boy. Okay. But it takes me a while to learn a song, so I am not sure I will have two under my belt during the drumming part. Do you just stop playing? So like you're on guitar just, and you're just I, like I drum away on my on the box. Oh, okay. So you you go guitar, then you go box. I, I don't know. Actually, because that'd be great. I'm, if not, I'm just, not sure what to do. Uh, what what yeah. happens? You strum. <laughs> you play your E chord or whatever. And yeah, you're just yeah. like uh, we bring these gifts to bring, but rum pum pum pum, and but then you, you just, just stop get, and just get, silence. 
and then you just go come in with the, with the yep, you the only do, do the guitar parts. Yeah, I went to a I went to a summer like concert festival thing. You know, it's like headlined by like a couple bands you know, but like, you know, get there early enough, it's a bunch of people you don't know. That's a good name for a band. What? A couple bands you know. A couple bands you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one band. Yeah, it's one band. Yeah. It, it, you you're going to the bar or whatever, and it's like, oh hey, we have live music on Friday. Uh, who's playing? Couple bands, couple you know. Bands, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Feel free to use that. You can take that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, couple bands, you know. Um, there's there's one band, and uh, they, they're like really rock and roll. Like the lead the lead singer definitely like he was pretty rock and roll. If uh, I had to describe yeah. this guy, I'd say rock and roll. Long hair, tight, deep V neck, deep V, huh? deep V, tight pants. He's he's got his guitar. He's jam. He's rocking. Uh, and then at the end, you know, he plays his last song, sets his guitar, guitar down. But we know there's an encore, right? He leaves, his band leaves, everybody's like, woo, cheering. They come back on, they're doing an encore. Uh, uh, encore rocks. I don't, they did a cover of something. It was, it was super rocky. Takes his guitar, throws it, strings down just on the ground. Real rock and roll shit. But I didn't know who this guy was, so just like, I don't know, you're a guitar man. How easy is that, is that a repair? Did he ruin his guitar? Does he have several guitars? I assume this is like one stop on a tour that he's maybe he's hidden the festival scene. Was but, it so? It was one. It was. It was a band I know. Yeah. So I mean, I, you can probably just buy a new guitar. Oh no, this was a band you didn't know. Oh, this was a band I didn't know. This was like I saw a couple bands you know, but then but but this was like two acts before that. This is the band you don't know. This is the band you don't know. Another great name for a band. <laughs> yeah, the band you don't know. Uh. You say the bands. I, I like that you, pl- you, you, the bands you, you, you pluralize. Um, boy, that's interesting, because if it's not like a well-known band... No. no, I, I haven't looked this guy up uh, on YouTube. I, I dug him. I liked him. But, I mean, he just real rock and roll. But, I, last song, takes the strap off, you know, picks the guitar, head le- the body of the guitar is like head level. And just like, I mean, Undertaker chokeslam. You know, if you picture the neck, if you picture the the guitar as, as a person with the uh, the neck of the guitar, what's the, the what's the head of the guitar called? Yeah. Is it the head, head, long yeah. ass neck, body. The uh, I don't know the, the headstock. Yeah, it's called the headstock. Headstock. Yeah, I think. So you picture that as the face of a man. He's got it by the throat, supporting the body. Strings down and just slams it on the ground. It makes a cool, you know, rock and roll sound. And then he leaves, and you know. To, to, to thunderous applause. This is what I think. Yeah. I think he played the show of a lifetime. Oh, you think that was on the... He doesn't do that every no, time. No, no, you can't. Yeah. But he he played the shit out of that song. Yeah. And he's like, I have to for this crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he does that every show. Because he had a good show. You know, there was a good group of people around him. I think people were walking by. They're like, this guy, this guy rocks. This yeah. guy's rock and roll, as I've been saying. Plays, you know, because we walked by. I was like, ooh, I like this guy. And then we had, the, you know, it's one of those festivals where it's like, hey, do you want to go check out Stage 3? Oh, yeah, I'm and I was like, stage. Man, I really don't want to because I like this guy. I want to see what this guy's doing. And then comes out for the encore, rocks it again, slams the guitar down, leaves. I'm like, that guy's getting laid tonight. He played a hell of a set. Okay. He knew it. The crowd knew it. crowd knew it. The girl that's banging him knew it. Yeah. Or guy. I don't discriminate. Mm. So he broke his yeah. fucking guitar. Broke his guitar. I think that guitar's fucked. Possibly retired. Probably can't play that guitar. Yeah. Either, but I'm sure he's got a few. 
Probably got a few, but yeah. Okay, so yeah. good to know. I was yeah. just uh, just wondering about that. That's rad. Yeah, that that's a sweet move. It doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, but I just uh, my song about guitars, and it just made me think of that story. The guy just like, yeah, yeah. You know what, Christmas? Christmas is rock and roll. Christmas, baby. you rock and roll. You yeah. throw that guitar. Yeah, yeah Jingle Bell Rock. Uh-huh. Rock around the clock. Grandma got run over by reindeer. Yeah, all oh, wonderful, great rock songs. Just rocking it at the Christmas party. You're jamming it. Everyone's goal. You're hoping a guy off to the side calls his cousin Marvin, or oh, no, he's Marvin. Calls his cousin Barry and is like, hey, you look at that new sound? And he holds the phone up to you playing guitar. <laughs> that should be everyone's, everybody who's in music, that's, your, that's yeah. your goal. To one day, well, and that's goal one, is you want someone to recognize you, call someone in the know, and then hold the phone up so they can hear you playing. Yeah. If you're trying to guess which episode we're doing, it's not Back to the Future 2. <laughs> I don't know if people got excited. They're like, are they doing Back to the Future? Oh, not... We will. The intro said something, the, the title of the episode said something completely different, but they've been talking a lot about Back to the Future. If you want Back to the Future, don't fret. Hmm. We're gonna Pun get, intended. We're going to get that. Because there's guitar frets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I meant that. <laughs> uh, this week's episode, we're kicking off Christmas, right? We did a sequel to the 1947 classic, A Miracle on 34th Street. Before we get into this... Yeah. What's a Yuletide? Ooh. Yule, well, a Yule log. Yuletide. So a Yule log is a log. Okay. Um, Yuletide. I'm going to Google this because that's a good you question. You mentioned Yuletide earlier, and I, I, you know, everyone yeah. says Yuletide spirits or something for yeah. Christmas, but I don't, I don't know what a Yuletide, Yuletide. is. Let's see. Okay. Um, Yule, or Yuletide, was and is... I have to clarify. A festival observed by the historical Germanic people. Scholars have connected the celebration to the Wild Hunt, the god Odin, and the pagan Anglo-Saxon Madranet. So there you go. But it must have happened around December. Uh, winter solstice. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, there Yuletide. You go. I think it's just another kind of uh, Christmassy thing. So, cool. you know, you Yuletide. Is uh, kind of your Christmas festival. I'm am gonna go straight on Yuletide from now on. Yeah, I'm just gonna like Christmas is cool. Yeah, but I'm just not gonna celebrate it anymore. Well, I'm you like the hunt. I'm just gonna yeah, I like the hunt. Yeah, I've been reading a Norse mythology book, so I'm into Odin. You're big into Odin, so yeah. that's just like uh, I'm just going Yuletide next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. People say hey, Merry Christmas. You say hey, Happy Yuletide. Happy Yuletide to you. Happy, or uh, have a good hunt on your yeah, Yuletide. have a good hunt. Yeah, <laughs> Happy Yuletide. <laughs> Uh, cool, yeah. Miracle yeah. 34th Street. So there you go. Miracle on 34th It was remade in 1994 for theatrical release. It's actually been made a few times for television, but this was the only other theatrical release it's received. was in 1994, directed by Les Mayfield, uh, who you may know from such classics such as uh, Blue Streak, The Man, Flubber. He's directed those. I think I like Blue Streak. I... I, I do like that's what the di- the diamond and, yeah. and Martin Lawrence Martin, La- Martin Lawrence and um, uh, Luke Wilson that's a good movie yeah no yeah Luke yeah yeah Luke Wilson not Owen not Owen uh, yeah and he goes undercover yeah that's has, a good uh, Dave Chappelle's in it that's a good like, movie his former that's a fun diamond movie. Ice. yeah um, he he doesn't have a lot though I mean it's those three movies and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street okay um, yeah so it's it's because he had Flubber in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so a couple kids' movies, and it's Blue Streak and uh, The Man. That's, um, 
Samuel Jackson and uh, Eugene uh, Levy. Uh, oh, some sort of cop thing. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It was his lowest rated film. I know what you're talking about. Eugene is coming off that American Pie yep. fame. Someone saw him and goes, that's a starring man. <laughs> Someone got on the phone and said, Barry, it's your cousin Marvin. I'm going to FaceTime you. Pointed the camera at Eugene Levy's face and say, that's a star <laughs> you've been looking for. Yep. <laughs> um... Miracle on 34th Street, it is the story of a, of a Chris Kringle who gets a job at a department store being the mall Santa, department store Santa, uh, when his identity comes into question in a court of law. It's up to a, um, I think he has different names in both movies, but it's, it's up to a, a handsome neighbor of the uh, manager, I guess, of... The department store, some sort of operations and, manager, yeah, or event manager, yeah. Um, to some executive, yeah, to defend him in the court to prove that uh, once for all, Santa Claus does exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch the original leading up to this one? No, I've seen it. Yeah, but not in years and years and years. I I watched the original. You did? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I, I watched. I it. didn't have. I was, but I didn't have the time to. It was my. It was my first time seeing it. Okay, the original. Uh, the 1940s. This will be good insights on this thing. 1947. It, it was great. You know what I love? Shot in black. I think I, I think it's, they just, that time period. And I'm calling that time period, I don't know, 1901. Whenever the invention of film was, train going through tunnel, <laughs> to the invention of color. So I'm on that 40 year span there. They can just do courtroom movies. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on any black and white courtroom scene. I, I know what you mean. 12 Angry Men, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, this one, those three, in my head, I was just like, I love a good courtroom, like, that 1940s style of just like a really, courtroom. I think it's almost like pre-Law and Order courtroom. Yeah. Because once Law and Order came out, the way they shot courtrooms and movies and TV really mm-hmm. changed. But back then, they just the way they framed things... Yeah. It was just more, like, grandiose. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? I think so, yeah. I, I say it, yeah. Definitely there was a framing. There, there, there is a shot style. I don't know what that would be. You, you know what? I'm, if I put my finger on it just off the top of my head, you, you get a lot of stuff of just, like, tight shots of, like, I almost feel like I'm the judge. It's a lot of tight shots of yeah. guys behind desks, then a tight shot to the judge. Law and order, I feel like it's very, oh, I'm a juror. Yeah, I, and I can form an opinion on yeah, this. Yeah, and the camera's moving around. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. moving. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm an observer of this as opposed to being in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I like to make, I like to make judgments on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much the story there. They do change a couple things. In the original, it was a Macy's. Uh, right. He worked in a Macy's, and this one is a fictional Kohl's. Yeah. Which in 1994, I guess there was no Kohl's. There is now a Kohl's, spelled differently, though. K-O-H-L. K-O-H-L, yeah. Uh, this was just a C-O-L-E-S. Uh, Couldn't get that Macy's license. Uh, Macy's something. actually refused permission for its name to be used. Hmm. Um, which, I don't, one, I don't feel like this is in the Christmas spirit. But also, uh, you know, in, in the first one, the whole thing was like, he tells them to go to other places, and then people love it. That Macy's is doing this, so they shop even more Macy's. This happens in the Coles, too. Macy's, put your name on it. And then people are like, oh, I love that Macy's did this. I'm going to buy... Two toasters from Macy's. Maybe it's just that, uh, that how dare you remake a, a wonderful film. Yes. 
we you will not be using our. Well, speaking of wonderful film, what do you think the original nineteen forty seven, uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Rotten Tomato wise? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Back yeah. then, not a lot of movies. I don't know how anybody. <laughs> not probably not a lot of reviewers. I don't know how anybody watches this movie back in nineteen forty seven. Goes, yeah, this was bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's been... They're probably blown away. They're like, this is amazing. We can get actors filmed on screen. I mean, it's probably been four or five years since I've seen the original. Yeah. And I know, like, that movie is good. It, it, it's solid. I, I, I thoroughly it enjoyed it. good damn movie. But, alas, it must be remade. 1994. Yeah. They add color. They add... 50, almost 50 years later? Uh, 94 that? to 47, yeah. So, yeah, so 40, year sh- uh, seven years. A couple years short, yeah. But you had color. You had Richard Attenborough, fresh off of Jurassic Park. Yeah. He, he, he invents dinosaurs. Now he's Santa. He's Chris Kringle. You had Elizabeth Perkins. I've always hated her. Yeah. I don't like her. What, what else we got her from? Big. Yeah. Um... She's in a bunch of shows and stuff. Yeah. I don't like her. Yeah, Dylan McDermott. Hot on the practice. Yeah. That's when the practice was hot. They're like, hey, Dashing. You know what? Dashing man. Yeah, this, this this man's made to be a lawyer. Yeah. Just plays a lawyer. Uh, yeah, had Mara Wilson in it. She's, uh, you know, everybody knows her. If you were alive in the 90s, she was the adorable little girl that was in pretty much every child. all movie. she ever was, though. She was in Matilda. Oh, I think she gave up acting, yeah. She got out. I I I look at her. I mean, yeah, I go to her like her top movies, and it's Mrs. Doubtfire, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Matilda. That's 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 it. Yeah, I just got out of the game. Yeah, I forgot she was in Doubtfire. Uh, but really follows the same beats. They, 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 yeah. they change a couple things. Uh, they add the rival store, rival people. Uh, in this one, Chris Kringle assaults a man, and now his insanity is taken into place. I do love the original and how it was. Uh, they had the store psychiatrist, psychologist, <laughs> who was like, "You're insane. I'm having you committed." You know, I'm watching the 1984. I go, uh, I don't know. This is. I, this seems like weird. Like I feel like you could easily get out of this. Like I don't know if this necessarily needs to have an entire courtroom to determine this man's settle on court. <laughs> yeah, settle on a court. Nineteen forty-seven. I bet someone could just be like, "This guy's crazy. He needs to be committed. Yep, lock him up." And they go, "All right. Well, you're going to be committed." <laughs> it's like we need to get the Supreme Court involved. Uh, how many stores have their own psychologist? Uh, whew, uh, Walmart. They definitely definitely have one. Have one. <laughs> <Kinda. laughs> They gotta make sure you're insane enough to work. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Macy's, those, those two, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> those are those are the two. Let's see. So we go to Mara Wilson. She's been in 18 things. So okay. it's not a lot for. I think they're all in the 90s. Starting that young, she is a voice on BoJack Horseman most recently. Oh, uh, plays Jill Pill and Quail Mother. All right. Do those ring a bell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was a waitress on Broad City for one episode. Um, a couple things as herself, but really stopped acting in 1997. She was in a movie called A Simple Wish. Is is it possible that maybe she is one of these child actors that when they hit puberty wasn't cute anymore and didn't become a hot chick? You know, possibly be what's going on here. I'm looking at her. There's there's some grown up photos. She is. 
She's very cute. Okay. But okay, not so probably movie, not. Yeah. Not my theory. Yeah. But so she yeah okay because you know sometimes these child actors I would call her like, yeah, cute I mean, kids yeah and then they go through oh, puberty uh, and they're just a goddamn mess. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Right? That, that that kids. I mean, but he. Eventually, he found a niche for 20 himself. years later, yeah. you know, grasped that fact, yeah, and became the chubby, funny, asshole yeah. guy in Silicon Valley, which yeah. is great. He, yeah, he's a guy that, uh, but yeah, I look at her, she's not, uh, she's not Dakota Fanning, like, she's not gonna, you know, I don't even know if you make the role from like leading lady or a child actress to then, like, oh, we'll give it a couple of years, you're gonna hit 25, and then you know, you're gonna be uh, starring in rom coms or something, yeah, or take the dramatic role if you so choose. I, I don't think she has that for her, where it's like. That's cute. She'd be like uh, the leading lady's friend. Yeah, maybe she just didn't want to act. Yeah. Maybe she, wanted, maybe she wanted to go to school or something. Oh, she, she was waitress in Broad City. You think that's a role she had to audition for? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Yeah, she definitely maybe is trying to get back in. She's got a niche. She's got a niche for it. Yeah. yeah. She's only 30, so, you know. We, we Plenty wish, of time. We, yeah, we, we wish her all, all, the, all, the, all the best. Uh, so you watched... A Miracle on 34th Street in 1994. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this Rotten Tomato wise? Oh, man. I mean, I don't think it's that. I... 78. 58. Really? That 58, low, huh? 58. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything bad. I think it's it's paced kind of weird. I guess if there's one criticism, I was just like, oh, this guy has like a weird, especially watching the original, where I was just like, man, for 1947, this moves. This is, yeah. this is great. Every scene, I'm enjoying this. They kind of get right into it yeah. in the original. In this one, there's a lot of build, more build. Is yeah. there more build up? Like all the the parade yeah. stuff when he's meeting the fake Santa. Uh huh. And yeah, in, in the original, I mean, he it opens. He's walking, sees drunk Santa. He's like, "Fuck this, Billy Bob. This is not happen on my watch." Goes up to the manager and is like, "Hey, your Santa's drunk." And then she's like, "You can be the manager." Or you can be the Santa. I also love how everybody talked back then. It's, ah, me too. He's had such a great it. way of talking. And then, Saint Louis. Yeah, and then he's he, he's he's the Santa, and then boom, we're into it. He's meeting kids. The spirit's alive. Uh, yeah, this one, I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of pace funny. I don't. Know, maybe they spend a little more time. So in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, you have a lawyer. He is the neighbor to a single mom. She works at Macy's or Kohl's uh, as like an event manager. She has a young daughter. Uh, Susan and both, uh, I don't know, six year old or something, maybe eight, maybe thirteen. I'm really bad at kid age. Um, six going on sixteen. Yeah, but she has raised her young daughter to just you know don't believe in the bull crap. She doesn't read her fairy tales and it's just like Santa. No, it's not. It's not a real thing. So she's raising her kid. Uh, lawyer neighbor boyfriend is like, hey. There's nothing wrong with kids believing. And then, of course, she meets Santa Claus, and he instills in her the uh, the joy of Christmas. And then he goes on trial. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it turns into a whole courtroom thing. But 58%. Um, I don't know if this was just held up too harshly to the original. Now, it did have an interesting opening, I felt. It opened 8th uh, during the week of November... Did I write it down? November 18th. So it was a Thanksgiving release. release. Holiday movie. Um, I feel like I saw a lot of commercials for this as a kid. I remember it having some hype. Yeah, I I remember that little girl. It's like, oh, it's the Miss Doubtfire lady. I I don't know if Matilda's out there. But you you start to recognize that that kid, Dylan McDermott. Getting some hype. It opens 8th. 
which, which I think was low. They, they did not like it. For a holiday film going to Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. it's not good. Here's what it lost out to. Star Trek Generations, that's number one, right there. Interview with a Vampire, and I think this is where it gets hurt. The Santa Claus was also came out that year, a week earlier. Tim, Tim Allen was so hot. Tim Allen, yeah. You can't compete with it. He's hot right now. He's, he, I mean, he was so big when, when that came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that now it makes sense. Yeah, Santa Claus was the week before. Even going into the second week, people were just like, no, I still want to see the Santa Claus yeah. over Miracle on 34th Street. Then, on top of that, Lion King, The Professional, Stargate, Pulp Fiction. That's a Jesus. murder row of a Thanksgiving. That's insanity. That's Thanksgiving weekend. Or the week before Thanksgiving. That's you, what you had to choose from? Yeah. You're telling me, oh, not only that, but below that, Shawshank was still being in, in theaters. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that, that's on week 12. God damn. Yeah. He's that like, is insane that yeah. the, all those pictures were in the theater at the same time. I, We're talking about classics. Yeah. Top to bottom. Oh, you, you, I, I have my choice. I can see the Santa Claus. Miracle on 34th Street, which I didn't hate. Pulp Fiction, Interview with a Vampire. The Professional. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but Star Trek Generations. Generations. I and mean, that's number one. That's number one movie. Generations that week. is great. People, which one's that one? That's the one where um, Next Generation. It's Picard. Meets, it's yeah. Picard meets Kirk. Oh! Man, people lining up to see that one. Yeah, I mean, that's a big, that's, that cin- was, that's cinematic history. That was a good movie. You get uh, Kirk and uh, Picard, Picard together. At last, finally. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I think maybe that hurt it, and then... You kind of get these lukewarm reviews, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a little right movie. That being said, that's before like reviews are really like readily available. Yeah, like not many people got the New York Times and went to the review you section know, and read the opening. Maybe it actually hurt them with the reviewers because if I if I'm if I'm the reviewer, I work. At least I just work at like uh, you know I don't work at the Times or anything. But you know I'm, I'm the Seattle reviewer. I, I work in Denver or something. I gotta review all these movies? When am I gonna get around to the Miracle Theater? I'm, I'm phoning that in. Yeah. I go, wait, they made a remake? It's not as good as the original. That's just... <laughs> two, it's, it's a tweet before tweets. Yeah. 140 characters. It's... Find the VHS of the original. It's fine. <laughs> they do follow pretty much the same beats, though. There, yeah. there, there are a couple things changed. It's... Um, I mean, other there's a minor changes, but it is the same. Yeah, movie. It, it, I mean, it's Santa Claus on a trial. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's Santa Claus. So I, you know, I always ask um, a movie like this: can can you even make a sequel to a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? No, I ask you. I because usually I ask, would you like to see a sequel of this? But what, what is the sequel? You can, what is it? I cannot come up with anything unless he comes back for another. The sequel would yeah. be him coming back next year. Do you find out he actually is Santa Claus? Well, I guess we should get this out of the way. The sequel is... Do you believe he's Santa Claus? Or is he a not-so-old man? Dude, like... Is Miracle on 34th Street the first ambiguous ending? It's it's his cane left at the fireplace in the original... I mean, I just think he's a crazy old man. Yeah. I don't think he's crazy. You're not crazy if you believe it. Wait, no, I think you might be. Okay, so... um, I, I... no, you. If you do make a sequel, it is you. Either one, you find out he actually is Santa. Yeah. Or two, you find out that he is actually not Santa. Yeah. And then that movie takes a much different turn. <laughs> yes. So let me ask you this: Would you like to see it remade? If you had to, 
this one, since we can't get a sequel of it, should they remake, can they make a successful remake of a movie that's uh, kind of universally beloved, Miracle on 34th Street? I think they they shouldn't try that again. Now let me throw, throw this out, because one thing, and you, we were talking about the remake, is that there was, the pacing was weird, and it did take a, a lot of build-up to get to the courtroom. And I don't feel like they spent enough time in that courtroom. No. Would you like to see an eight-episode HBO in the vein of The Night of Chris Kringle? It opens with the assault, or him being committed. Maybe we even get John Turturro, he's the new... Dylan McDermott, and it's just an eight-episode courtroom drama. It's Law and Order, an episode of Law and Order, but it's Chris Kringle on um, on trial. Is there cursing? Yeah, it's HBO. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. It's HBO. Yeah, no. it is an adult. Do you believe in Santa Claus movie show? It, it, it's yeah, it, it, limited series. It takes itself very seriously. Yeah, but like he actually has to. It, it's a lawyer. No one wants to take the case. But this one lawyer, he still is the neighbor of the of the Macy's manager, but he's really doing it as a favor. But he he, he knows it's a tr- it's it's a case he can't win. Yeah, and it's it's eight episodes of him trying to go evidence, trying to get evidence. You know, uh, oh, I would definitely watch that. Chris Kringle's held in uh, he's held in Rikers. Yeah, for because he's a crazy old man, he's not going to make shit bail. Kicked out of him a couple yeah. times in prison, that kind yeah. of thing. But then there's also prisoners. Who are just like, that's Santa Claus. Yeah. Like, they worship this man. They protect him. You know? Yeah. And then, but then, so he kind of gets in with those guys, and it's like, you know, he, he now he's in a place where it's like, no one, you know, this group of guys, they don't question him. I think it's worth having somewhat of a storyline. Maybe he um, succumbs to addiction in the pen. <laughs> he does some smack or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Santa would do angel dust. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's a given. Yeah, I, I was watching the courtroom. I was like, I love courtroom. I love anything with a courtroom in it. The whole movie should be a courtroom. Yeah. It should just open with Santa's on trial and we just go 12 Angry Men. And I was like, night of, eight episodes, closing arguments. Uh, what do you what do you prefer, the dollar bill or the mail delivery? I did like the dollar bill. The dollar bill. Yeah. In God we just, the, the only thing it switches is that in the original, the lawyer, whoever the boyfriend is... He gets to make the speech in the second using the dollar bill. It's the judge yeah. who gets to make the, and we just meet that judge. It, it, I think it'd be better if Dylan McDermott makes the dollar bill speech. Hmm. Um, but yeah, dollar bill's great because it's yeah. I mean, it says right there. In God we trust. I, I did like the dollar bill. I yeah. didn't like that they just let a little girl run amok upon a, the court of law and just walk to the front. But I guess she's a little girl. Yeah. That's true. In the nineteen in the nineteen forty seven version, let's let the adults handle this. Yeah. It's the adults. It's who go. Uh, oh, why don't we deliver all that mail to Santa Claus? Get it off our plates. It's like, what? Well, just burn it. <laughs> if it's causing that much of a mess, where you see this and go, let's get rid of this, huh? Like he's actually having a conversation with the with the postmaster general, I guess, and it's just like, why should we be the ones who has to take care of all this mail? <laughs> So they bring it to the court, and then, of course, the lawyer gets to give the speech, yeah. and then say, hey, boom, look at all this mail, got him on a technicality, I guess, well, it's a branch of the government that says Santa Claus exists, so. I wish that was, like, you know, law and order, ripped from the headlines. That should be an actual way someone um, gets to prove their identity, is like, 
I have this letter right here delivered to me by the U.S. Postal Service that says this is who I am. And they gave it to me. And the judge goes, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> the branch of government handed him this letter. Uh, we will not be finding you guilty of identity theft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? The mailman is the ultimate. That's uh, right. He gets to say who, who you are. Yeah. Um. Any other takeaways from Miracle on 34th Street? Where does this rank? I mean, oh. let's say let's say you get like you start your Christmas movie season. You're like, okay, I gotta watch these every year. I think I think you've you've talked about those. You got your Home Alone, right? Every yeah. year you gotta watch some Home Alone. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Is that crack it? No, it doesn't for me. Um, it is a popular movie, both this one and the original mm-hmm. in um, my household. My mom's a, my mom loves. Yeah. She could she could take them interchangeably. Okay. I think she likes them both. Yeah. Um, doesn't crack my probably top five. Yeah. But a lot of people have like Polar Express in there. Gotta mm. watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch the fucking Polar Express. Yeah. This um, is one I, I, I feel kind of will dust this off maybe every three years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... I think it, it modernizes that movie visually mm. for... The newer generation. Yes, it does that, do that. Or, you know, because a lot of people just don't uh, have the respect for those. Yes. See, so, there's so many people our age or even older than us yeah. or in a lot younger than us that are like black and white now. Yeah, can't do it. Not doing it. Can't, yeah. Uh, and I think this maybe is a way to, here's this cool story. It does update it. And Can it, you stomach it? For You're, a movie for 1994, it's, it, it does, it's not dated. I, I don't feel like it's like, oh, this is a movie from the 90s. No, it's, no. I mean, it's, it's a it's a Coles, you know. It's a it's it's any department it's any, store anywhere. This can happen at any time. Yeah, you can watch it and enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. So in that regard, it does, I do think it does do a lot to. Um, yeah, especially I don't mind remakes as much for kids. Right. Now, when they're like, oh, it's a Bad News Bear remake. It's like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I probably don't. I enjoy Bad News Bears, but I don't want to show like a six year old Bad News Bears. No. 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 Which that kid's like 14. But you throw Billy Bob in there cussing? Yeah. You got yourself a good bad... <laughs> yeah. No, you throw Billy Bob in there and it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to remove all this like anti-Semitic and yeah. uh, racist stuff. I was yeah. like, that's probably a good call. Yeah, so... like I For think, children. I think this remake is a really good for parent like parents mm-hmm. that, you know, beloved the original yeah. but can't get their kids to watch something like that. Yeah. They can put this in front of them. It's kind of a wholesome family movie. The kids can, will watch it because mm-hmm. it's not black and white. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's Which, close enough to the original. I think it's a good gateway sequel or remake. You show your kids this. You show them twice, three times, you know, over three Christmases. Fourth year, maybe now they're eight, you know, nine. Maybe now they can kind of appreciate things. Say, hey, you know, this movie is actually based on an original. And then maybe you can introduce them. Yeah. Because now they have a grasp of the story. So it's, I don't know. I don't know if not having color makes it hard for people to follow it or... But it's like, yeah, you, you know the beats. See if, th- see if this guy will do it. I think a lot of people just have the mentality, ah, oh, black and white's boring. Yeah. Not watching it boring. Yeah, which is, um, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Some of the best movies I've seen are black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I met a lot of clerks. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, oh, I mean, you think about A Wonderful yeah. Life. 
That a like, wonderful, yeah. That's like amazing Christmas movie, but like you know, just an amazing movie. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I just think like black and white. Any Bogart, any Jimmy Stewart movie, I'm in. Yeah. They're all amazing. Yeah. Impartial. Uh, my boys. <laughs> uh, I left it off because it was it was actually behind. I don't know. I, super limited release. Maybe it's been out for a while. But Clerks also 1994 November. You could have gone and seen Clerks. Should have could could have or should have seen Clerks. Yeah. So it it, it might have been showing at your Cineplex. If it was like 20 theaters. Or maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You may have had the opportunity. It only pulled in like two hundred thousand dollars that weekend. So, <laughs> but Clerk it was out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So then. Miracle on 34th Street, 1994. Did we need it? Yeah. Does a, does society need it? I think, the, I think, I think it's think good, yeah. It, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. I think it was, it was a fine remake. I prefer the original, but I got no qualms with the remake. If someone wants to watch if, if I'm in a Christmas mood, maybe I'm doing family Christmas, there's some nieces, some nephews, some young kids, and they're like, we're putting on Miracle on 34th Street. It's the 1994 remake. I'm not going to, like, uh, kick over a coffee table. Yeah, you just sit down and enjoy it. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> kick over coffee. No! Yeah. I do think that Richard Attenborough... I like Richard Attenborough. Yep. I do think his beard was lacking Oh, compared to the original. So, let me ask you this. When I say Santa Claus, what what, what, what comes to mind? What, what, what would you say are the five characteristics of a Santa Claus? Oh, you mean physical characteristics? Physical characteristics. Um, what makes a good Santa? Uh, uh, beard. What? Yeah. Beard. Uh, rosy cheeks. <laughs> good rosy cheeks. Kind of larger, large man, right? Large man, yeah. Um, good laugh. This guy have a good laugh and a hat, yeah. And old, he's and old. old. He's gonna be old. Um, maybe this is what society is going. But eventually, are we gonna tell kids that uh, Santa Claus is an old man with a big beard of average build? <laughs> Both these guys, probably the original, and then this one. I was like, Santa's not that big. Yeah, he he just Santa's just an old man. Who's not necessarily like fat. He's not Richard a fat has old man. A lot of clothes on, really. Yes. Yeah. Richard Attenborough. He's got to stay warm. So when he's out delivering gifts, yeah, he's layered up. Yeah. Richard Attenborough uh, is just like I don't know. It's just it's it's a it's a that's a man who's gained a couple pounds because he because he's in his sixties. Not what I would consider like a fat jolly man. Yeah. Jolly, but not not. I wouldn't call him fat. Yeah. I, I think eventually. In the telling of Santa Claus, we're just going to cut out the word fat. It's just like, yeah, he's just an old jolly man with rosy cheeks and a big beard. Big beard. Big white yeah. beard. Likes cookies. Yeah. Maybe he's in a CrossFit eventually. Yeah, you know those old... He's Like those old, like, I, you know, you got your Christmas decorations up. Like, my mom's got these this whole collection of antique Santa Clauses. Yeah. Now, all the antique Santa Clauses are skinny, tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... It's just changed over the years. I think it's like... Yeah. It's the department store Santa Claus is when Santa Claus started to be... A big fat guy. Fat guy, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I think it's I think it's go the other way. Yeah. It's like that. Probably is. Probably he's is. He's fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you got opinions on Santa Claus, if you, he's gonna look like Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Now it doesn't you know <laughs> I, I, man, I don't know if I brought it up. The yeah. I don't know if I brought it up last week, I can't remember. But one thing I love original Bad Santa. Uh to me it actually makes more sense that Billy Bob Gets the job as the bell ringer than it does that he got the job as the ball set. Yeah, yeah. Because he has. I mean, I mean, I, and they explain it. He's cheap, and he will. He'll he'll sue you yeah. if you if you uh, fire him. But I was like, I mean, that's the worst ball Santa. I mean, it's Billy Bob Thornton. He nothing like Santa Claus. He I has his own elf though. 
He did have his own outfit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's why he's bad Santa. <laughs> Both uh, as you know, um, that attitude, person, yeah, yeah, person, but he's also just a bad represent. Like physically, he just does not look like Santa Claus. Yeah, he he is a, a poor showing for a classic yeah. Santa. But you know the way time moves. Eventually, that's that's how we'll describe him. It's yeah. like, Santa Claus. Yeah, he's got a beard. Um, a little gray in there, just a little gray. I think he uses some just for men, touches it up. Um, you know, fit. He's fit. You know, he fit, he's got to fit down that chimney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cookies. Yeah, you leave out cookies. That's his cheat meal. That's his cheat day. One day a year, he works out to to. I mean, if you're in all those packages, you got to be in shape. Yeah, that's right. He he gives himself one day. Okay, this is when he's gonna you know splurge. And then next day, back from the diet. He's gonna have a cheat day. <laughs> he's, hey, calendar flips to uh, December twenty fifth. He's right. Maybe you know, toast a beer, but next day, right back to work. Have we ever got like uh, a, a prequel Santa Claus origin story, like a like a like a movie that's like, yeah, it's Santa Claus. He's young. This is what this is this is how it began. Mm. That'd be fun. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see, um, man, kind of like. Uh, I feel like they, they do those, right? That's yeah. kind of like the, the like uh, Pan, that movie that came out, where it was like, oh, this is young Peter Pan. This is, this is how Peter Pan got to Netherland. Yeah, I should do that. Neverland. Yeah, I'd like to see um, Santa Claus. Although, you know why those movies get, um, why people don't enjoy those movies is because you go, oh, Santa Claus, here are all the things I enjoy. They go, no, this is origin stories. All those things you like about him doesn't exist. Doesn't well, exist we, yet. We, 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 but but in the end, they do. Yeah. The ending. You have to wait for the end. The end is, he fights that suit. And he eats a cookie. He gets that red suit, eats a cookie, a little wink to the audience, and you're like, okay, this is where it goes. But, you know, it's probably like, uh, you know, it's probably like uh, Chris Evans or something. Um, you know, dark hair, I don't know, he's like a poor chimney sweep. Uh, someone's outlawing gifts, and uh, he's like, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm giving gifts to all these kids. Yeah, yeah. We can write this. We should. Yeah. If you got ideas for our Christmas, our Santa Claus origin story. That's what it's just, Santa Claus origins. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Santa Claus origins. Or maybe we call it Claus. Claus. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Everyone's like, is that Klaus? <laughs> Klaus? Is that a movie called Klaus? <laughs> you can email us at uh, dbtg. Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. DBTG Podcast or on Facebook. Um, or just where podcasts are. That's, that's mainly what we want. Just to listen to it. You can find it on Google Play, Stitcher. You can get it uh, anywhere you want. Tell your friends and family to check it out. Yeah. You obviously are listening. DBTG. Spread the word. Makes a great stocking stuffer. You know, you could throw a few episodes on like a on like a CD or a, yeah. or a USB drive. Yep. Throw that in a Christmas card. Boom. Send that off. Yeah. You, you know, you're driving to visit the family. Yeah. Put on a DBTG episode with your roadmates. They're going to love it. DBTGpodcast.com. That's where you, know, you get all the episodes. You can subscribe to it all there. Uh, doing Christmas shopping? Click on Amazon. We got an Amazon banner right there. Boom. Christmas shopping. Get it all done. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week. If you want to get jump-started, we're going to keep the Christmas train rolling. We're going to watch the sequel to the movie that beat out Miracle on 34th Street, The Santa Claus. That's Claus with an E, not with a W. So, 
There's a lot of ways you can go with Klaus. That's it. That is true. Or Klaus. That is true. Yeah, we are watching Santa Claus 2. Uh, you think there's a colon? There's a Santa Claus 2. The, I think it actually, I think it's Santa Claus 2. I don't the, know if it has a subtitle or not. The Mrs. Claus, is that right? Or is that just something they say in the movie? I do not remember. And I think I have only seen this once in my life. Yeah. A long time ago, so it's going to be almost pretty, pretty fresh for me. You know what? It's going to be, uh, we're, we're going to find out if there's a colon together. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, me, the audience. We're going to do it. So that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, uh, another episode, Santa Claus 2. Until uh, then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel and remix. Get your shopping done. I want this man declared insane.